Hello, poopy poopers. Oh, my fuck. It's Scatcast 48. Every fucking week with this shit. I'm the script keeper, Zach. And I'm Steve, who wants to go home. Right, and Steve is the podcast engineer. That's right. Loves his job. Eat shit. Well, I've got a lump of Scat for you today. Ugh. And I broke it up into six chunks of various sizes. Hate. Scatcast.com, patreon.com, forward slash scatcast, blah, blah, blah. Don't do it. I do want to say thank you to all you folks who listen on Spotify, who voted us your favorite podcast, or in the top five, or in the top ten. Dumb. We have some sweet shits playing in our box. Yikes. I'm happy to excrete more Skit Scats into the world. Sorry, dead mama. Yeah. Scatcast 48. Okay, I'm here. Like I said, we have six special candy balls for your ear tunes. What? Ear nut food. Yikes. Here's a quick table of contents for you. No thanks. I'm doing four shorts and two normals. I don't know what that means. We're doing the shorts first. God help me, I hate this. We begin with Liam the Monster Hunter. Lord of the Cock Ring. Sure, Steve. Then we're doing Gunner Halifax and Book of Schmogie together. Like back to back? Boom, Steve. Too much space dumb. Then we're going to the North Pole and we're going to visit Santa. It's Santa Claus Crime Fighter and the prelude to the legend of... Dumb fuck idiot town. I was going to say Jack Frost, Steve. Whatever. See how Santa Claus shit. Then we amble through religious history. No, thank you. And it's that time of year to visit the nativity scene, I think. Oh, you filthy, stinking yep, yep, fucker. Yep. And then finally we end it with Beauty and the Beast. Why is there so much? Well, this is fun for me, Steve. Dumb. And thanks to all my bosses, the lovely turds inside the litter box, I can make more of these things. You've made hundreds of these, yeah. fucking stars. We're just getting warmed up, Steve. Let's roast up some ear nuts. Fuck. This is Liam the Monster Hunter. Liam the Monster Chapter 19 or some shit. Liam and the wizard and the gang of cunts have decided to go to the Outer Lands, which is located where the word Marnia is on your map blanket. Bottom right, but it's a complicated process to get to the Outer Lands. They're currently outside of River Guard City. Dearest Velvet. Put that hey, shit away, motherfucker. What's your problem, wizard? Don't make me say it again. I'm gonna go sit in the back of the wagon. Get Good. Fuck. Sorry about my father. Oh, he's always been kind of a cunt. Yeah. I seem to have cranked that shit up to 11 recently. Oh, it's not a little thing to be disbarred from the wizard council. But we don't even know for sure that he's disbarred, do we? And we're pretty sure. Well, what does that mean? Well, eventually, somebody's gonna come looking for his wand. What, they take your wand? They do when you've been a member of the Order as long as my father. Well, then he's just tempted to do magic without a wand and fuck shit up. There's no solutions in Marnia, Liam. It's just trade-offs. Well, your wizard council seems to make a lot of mistakes. Well, they're bound to make mistakes, Liam. Oh, here we go. I wasn't talking to you, dick. Well, I was just overhearing you questioning the state. Yeah. Then it just makes me think of how governments are behind every war. I guess. Every major genocide, all the depressions. I got them started. Government sanctioned slavery. Right. Child labor. My mama made me Work. It's just a violent institution that's obsolete. Yeah. We should probably get rid of it, but it, nobody knows how. Yeah. Okay, this is probably why the wizard is kind of concerned with you. Seriously. Shut the fuck up, you anarchist horsey man! Yeah. Don't tell the wizard, but I roll up little pieces of my turds and I put them in his coffee. That's disgusting, and how do you do that without thumbs? Well, I have to touch my poop with my face. Yikes. But I feel like the sacrifice is worth it for the point, and you know. The lols? Yeah, I think it's funny. I'd say he deserves it. He's never been nice to me. Yeah, he's something awful to you. What are you talking about, baby? I mean, most people have a complicated relationship with their fathering figure. Yeah, you're Right. Yeah, but back to pooping in the wizard's coffee. Right. How do you get the poop into his coffee without him seeing it? I roll my poop into little balls and I put them in his coffee beanbag. Oh, so he grinds it up. So every cup of joe he drinks is infused with my poop. Damn, horse. Disrespect my centaur lineage. Well, you know people are very uncomfortable with your ideas. Well, not all centaurs believe in anarchy. Right, well, you do. Right, it's more of a voluntarist system. Fuck, no one cares. Look, you're weird. Yes, you come across weird. Why? Because I believe all creatures in Marnia can benefit each other mutually through voluntary association? Yes, that sounds fucking weird. Yeah, 
it does sound Have weird. you met humans? We're fucking cunts to each other. Yeah, well, government attracts cunts to run it. Okay. And then the government does cunty things. Okay. In the name of good things. So what's your fucking point? Well, if humans are going to be cunts anyway, why guarantee they're going to be super cunty with the power of government, which is the worst? Says you. I have some pretty good data. Whatever. Instead, society can focus on the little groups of cunts. God, I wish I was smurfing. Seriously. That are regional and don't have anywhere near the power that a government does. You're losing It's me. better to deal with the local corruption yeah, than deal right. with the giant institution of government that can never be wrong and never be put away. Are you fucking done yet? I mean, at least in the Fed, Liam. What the fuck am I supposed to do about any of this shit? What are you talking about? Every generation must stand up for liberties, Liam. What's he talking about? Live free or die, Liam. Oh, Jesus. Shut the fuck up, you four-legged weirdo. Yeah, bite my dirty hippie horse asshole. Right, yeah. Both of you shut the fuck up. I don't want to sound cliche or anything, but if we don't stick together when we're in the outer lands, we're going to be super fucked. Yeah, it's a pretty big rift between these two assholes. I don't know if we're going to fix it. Fuck that horsey man. Fuck that boot wearer who wants me to lick him. Well, the wizard is intolerant. I'm not being intolerant. He's probably a spy. Listen to him talk. Abolish the government, Liam. Well, he's blatantly a non-conforming separatist. Listen to him. There's two kinds of creatures in Marnia, Liam. Okay. Creatures that want to be left alone. All right. And creatures that won't leave those creatures that want to be left alone alone. I think I follow. Which <laughs> camp would you say wizard bureaucrats are yeah, in? I'm pretty sure people tune into this for escapism. What are we doing here? Seriously. Liberty literally means freedom from government, you jackasses. We're jackasses. You're related to a jackass. Well, I think it's fair to say we're all related to jackasses. Well, that's true about you, but fuck you. You never met my mom. Now, calm down. No offense, Mint. I just imagine you have a shitty Uncle Bob. How'd you know that? Everybody's got a shitty Uncle Bob. <laughs> fuck, Barfield, you scared the shit out of me. Where the fuck have you been this episode? <laughs> yeah, he's been sleeping right behind you for like an hour and a half. All right, well, I didn't see him. <laughs> We're almost to the secret dock to find the secret boat and go with the secret sea captain. Right, more secret shit to get ourselves secretly to the Outer Lands so he can help my dad find four fuck-off rocks. Right, we're gonna go to the most dangerous place in Marnia to find rocks. Oh. I gotta say, things kind of feel like they're falling apart before we even get there. I like to look on the bright side, Liam. Oh, yeah? I got some new shoes. Yeah, only patrons know about that, Dick. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm still kind of fixating on the fact that you roll up little balls of your shit and you put them in the wizard's coffee beans. Yeah, how are we supposed to take you seriously about abolishing the government when you're willing to put shit in somebody's coffee? Well, let me tell you about the centaur theory of justice. Yeah, for fuck's sake. You better not be talking about me! Shorts. Uh, indeed, Steve. Terrible. From the magic land of Marnia to a fuckload of space shit, we go. Dumb overload. We've got two shorts from the Gunner Halifax universe. I've got it. First, it will be the adventures of Gunner Halifax, Ugh. followed by the book of Schmogie. Why? Because space dumb go. Gunner Halifax shorts. Captain's pumped to get a gas station burrito diary. Preparing ship to set down in pump four. No, it's a gas station, Slav. I'm preparing to land a massive ship. We've already determined that you just sit in the chair. Yeah, I'm actually landing the ship. Fuck you, computer. We be talking about this. What? Can you imagine if you landed the ship? Well, I am good pilot. Huh. I would have good result. Barbecued biological. Yeah, you wish, toast ass. Now shut up, serious. <laughs> Call me a toaster. Yeah, you've been back a week and I'm already sick of you. You're a monster. But I'm also sick of computer. Yeah, yeah, make sure you just put in regular. No, well, I need premium. Just regular and don't fill it all the way to the top. Like three quarters. Yes, Captain. Maybe half. I'm over, Captain. I miss when Probe was the computer. Oh, shit. What happened to Probe, anyway? Nah, I turned him off and put him back in his box. But Probe was your friend. Shut the... What the fuck do you know, computer? For a year, I watched you become pals. I'll stick your Pentium up your USB port. You guys even watch movies together. That's because Probe has a projector eye and he projected the movie. You know you love him. No, for fuck's sake. Just land the fucking ship. Remember, I'm the ship, Captain. Well, then land yourself and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Captain's Diary. Good old Gimtar's gas and gulp spaceport. It's dangerous as fuck. That's true, Slav, but there's one on every corner of the galaxy. Captain, my body hurts. Now that reminds me, have you seen my robocock oh. that Dr. Schmogie ordered for me? Yeah, several times I have seen your robot the cock. He assures me that I can still impregnate several species, including my own. No, that's what the fucking universe needs. Whatever, I'm doing a diary. I'm documenting our gas station trip. Yep, the world also needs your perspective mm. on shit. Right? Like, what yep. the fuck? Seriously. It's, it's a diary. It's for me. Don't make me break the fourth wall. We do it all the time. Yeah, but we shouldn't, though. Whatever, this is Gimtar's gas and gulp in 
and where the fuck are we? Why are you looking at me? Well, I know you don't fly the fucking ship, but do you at least put in the coordinates? Well, I mean, that is navigator's job. Well, most of the time I put in the coordinates. You literally just sit in that chair, don't you, you son of a bitch? Oh, I'd be swearing to people's board deck. I pilot ship him. You're likely being paid too much. I don't even get paid, hardly. I, I can't even remember the last time we were paid. No, you haven't got your paychecks? A paycheck? No. There, there's probably a bureaucratic supply chain problem. I have direct deposit. Yeah, me too. I couldn't find any stamps. We use digital currency in space. Most of my money's invested. You have a gambling problem. G- gambling is not investing. Right, well, I'd be looking in the mail. Pay us, you fuck. Well, you can get whatever you want in the gas and gold. Oh, Slav would like Skittles. Yeah. Eat shit, Slav. You're not getting Skittles. What the fuck? You just said we could have things. Yeah, but look at how far away you parked the ship from the convenience store. What? I am in port four. No, it's like 500 fucking yards. This is getting really... That is a long t- way. Tiresome. I'd not be designing the port of space, you ass of the fuck. Calm down, Slav. It's not worth it. I'll get you some Skittles. Well, you got a side gig, eh? No, you're not paying me, so I'm not a fucking moron. No offense, Slav. What? Slav have multiple streams of the money? Yeah, your three OnlyFans subscribers hardly count. I feel like it does. Yeah, whatever. I'll get you Skittles, but they have to be the tropical flavor. Oh, come on, Captain. It's that or Nako wafers. You are a monster. Hello. I'm a human. Not here to steal. Just here for a burrito. Or like 20. I will buy every burrito here because we won't be back for months. You will eat half of them before we get back to ship. Neko wafers it is, I guess. I thought it was Neko wafers. Yeah. Please just pick up the slabs the Skittles. Yeah, yeah, go pick out your own shit. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, bye. Don't get lost, you dumbass, and I hear that vodka jargon. It's amazing how consistently you're a bigot. I've married, had children, and divorced several species. And yet still speciesist. Well, I'm a pretty benign speciesist if I have children that are different species than I am. You know why you keep winning Worst Alien in the Galaxy awards, right? Whatever, don't you have something you can pick out to shove in your face? I kind of want to watch you freak out over burritos. Well, they set these gimtars up all different, so you have to, like, find your way through the back. That's kind of weird. Yeah, convenience stores in space are not convenient at all. Well, when everybody's spaceship is the size of, like, three football fields. Well, they don't have to make the bathroom 100 yards from the entrance. Oh, yikes. God knows what goes to the bathroom in here. Yeah, these places are not set up for humans. Well, plus there's all these no-human signs. Now, it's funny how we're vermin in like 80% of the galaxy. Right. Humans. I'm just here for some burritos. I'm not here to steal. Get out of here, human. I just want some of your tasty burritos in a tube. We don't have those. I can see them. They're right there. I just want like, you know, 12, 14 of them. Get out. Can't you just have pity on a creature that loves your burritos? I don't serve humans. God damn it. Usually Dr. Schmogie's with us and he can get me my burritos. Now, where is he anyway? Well, I'm supposed to meet up with him and do a book of schmoggy. So's this one. I found my skittles. Now you can't have those. What the fuck you said I could? No, this cum bucket gargolonian here. He says our credits are no good, so we gotta go. Well, why have skittles then if not for human? That's a popular pest poison, I think, on a lot of planets. What? Space is dumb, Slav. I don't know what to tell you. Get the fuck out of here. We're leaving Beavis Borda. Now, please don't touch me with whatever those are. They're tentacle bags. Do you guys miss Earth sometimes? Nope. Nope. I would miss Earth, but I would dig space. You're allergic to going out and getting the mail. I'm not sure how to take that. I hate you, Zach. I want to mm. go home. Right, well, this is Book of Schmogie, Chapter A, B, go. Motherfucking doctor, motherfucking dipshit Smoggy. It's Smoggy, Captain. Right, I come all this way to help you out with Book of Smoggy. And why am I here? And you drag all my dumb peeps into this? I'm pretty much used to you dragging me into stupid shit. Shut yeah. up, Lieutenant Bambi. I come all the way out here to get you better ratings, and now you're a giant hologram and I'm in a death maze. Basically, yes. What the fucking fuck, Dr. Smoggy? There are bigger things in the universe than you are aware of. I hate to think a fugly thing like Dr. Smoggy's playing 4D chess while we're, like, playing checkers. Yeah, well, here we are in giant fucking maze that will 
kill us. Now, what the fuck, Dr. Schmogey? Why the big 180 on us? I'm going to erase your memory at the end of this anyway, so... I fucking knew it. Yes, I keep having weird flashes of memory every time I smell toast. Me too, but it's chocolate chip cookies. I get weird flashes every time I look down at my dick and see that there's a robot cock there and not my normal dick. Yep, that would be off-putting. If you're going to erase my memory anyway, Dr. Schmogey, why is my dick missing? It's complicated, Captain. God damn it. I knew you were behind my missing dick. Now you have a fully functional robot cock. Be happy. Um, I am pretty happy about it. Can you, like, feel things and shit? Yeah, there's, like, five settings of feel good. Really? Yeah, and on the internet, I found a way to hotwire them so you can get a secret sixth setting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it feels similar to autoerotic asphyxiation on venous dust. Venus oh, well, that's God. pretty much the pinnacle of an orgasm. Good to know. But you have to inject the venous dust into your eye and asshole at the same time. I'm starting to not care if I die in this weird maze. Yeah, are you guys fucking done? What is the purpose of this, you talking shit weasel? Seriously. <laughs> it's Ugh. important to see what you are made of. All right, well, he's mainly made of tang. Well, basically. He's made of betrayal. Hello. And this one's my sperm grown up. Yuck. Allegedly. But he is a good pilot, so we're mm. probably assuming so. Yeah. Maybe, I guess. In this maze, you will be tested for endurance. And a bit of smoke. Physical attributes. Check out my robot cock. Please say we don't need that for some reason. Right, I gotta beat a guy to death with my robot cock. Ugh. It is detachable. Which way did my chainsaw death? You will be tested on your leadership skills. Oh, we're fucked. Your intellect. Now, this one's got a good GPA. Now, actually, I'm not assimilating into Academy very well. God damn it, Billy Halifax, that's your name, right? Yeah, and I changed my mind. I do want to change my last name. No, they've been hazing you pretty hard, huh? Yeah. I warned you, didn't mm. I warn you? Yeah. Right, well, if we survive the death maze. Now let the death maze begin. So the object here is just survive. What do we do? We just start walking? Yeah, you must get to the other side of the maze without dying, Captain. Right, I said that. You will have to rely upon each other. Is this one of those corny, hippie, yet still somewhat corporate, goofy trust retreats that are stupid? If it is, I did not consent, and mm. I don't want to be a part of it. Right. Yes, I would like to stop now, please. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, watch shit. your feet. Watch out. Watch, watch out. your feet. Shit. There is no turning back. Look, you're pulling up the ground behind us. This shit is booby-trapped like a motherfucker. All right, well, we're fucked. Right. Each tile from now on has a 10-second limit to stand on. Oh, shit. I got you. Do you? Yep, okay. I got you. Come on. My robot parts are hurting my non-robot parts. Hold me up. I got you. Captain, you fucking saved me. Yep, don't act like it's the first time. I am 100% sure that it is. Well, 99% over here. Yeah, yeah. Also, you guys should keep the fuck moving. Seriously, what are you, crazy? Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. You have survived the schmicknar of death. Fuck you. The wheel of misfortune and death. That wasn't as bad. The sports trivia of death. Thank God, Captain, those sports shit. I told you those sports cards were valuable. Oh. Now you must survive the creatures of the maze. No, for fuck's sake, do we at least get some weapons? Yes, here. Oh, oh watch out. What the fuck is this? They look like slingshot made of tendon and bone. The tradition of the trial of the maze is old. Oh, Frank, no one gives a fuck, Dr. Schmauge. Uh, the tendon and bone come from the Yakelschmack. The Yakelschmack, no one cares. An ancient creature from one of the Cathod home planets. No one likes you. And now it's time to face the Tyranno Wolverinomorphs oh, of death. Tyranno Wolver, what the fuck? sucks. I want to go back to Earth and play video games. No, I'm feeling that, minus the Earth part. The floor is moving, the floor is moving. Getting awful sick of this, Dr. Alien dipshit. It's the Tyranno Wolverinomorphs. Oh, I hate space. I want to go home. Also, here are some giant spiders. God damn you, Dr. Schmuggy. I don't care if you erase my memory. I'll remember this shit. No, you won't. Motherfucking. Hello, Dr. Poogie. Hello, Dr. Smokey. Be careful, I'm on the spade. How did the Halifax Trial 66 lab go? Yeah, I said be careful, you fuckass. That's pretty specific. Uh, sorry, cousin. Yeah, but they think you're dead, so... Was the test successful? Yeah, I got the data. Is this Gunner Halifax the one? Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, we will be patient and do more tests. Whatever you say, cousin. Yeah, I must say, I don't think he's evil enough. He seems to be. Yeah, we shall see. Captain's Diary. 
I have no fucking idea what day it is. I don't either. The start date is 100528.07. Damn it. Yes, I'm an abomination to carbon, yes. Yes. I feel like I don't remember, like, months at the time. Oh, no, you probably have a you know, cold or something. A cold? Every time I try to remember certain things, my nose starts to bleed. Well, same as Also, my ass will start to bleed. Same as Yeah, also, check this out, guys. I have a robot cock. No, don't show yeah. it to us. Yeah. Damn it. I think uh. Dr. Schmogie may have wiped their minds too many times. <laughs> what was that? Did you say you wipe our minds too many times? No, no, they no. Fucking Said it. Oh shit, what's one more time? Look into my <laughs> eyes and pustule notes. Be this fucking Bordak. Book of Smoking. And so we've joined Santa Claus the crime fighter during his busiest time of year. Oh, I so I think most of his crime fighting will go on after Christmas. Sucks so much. I mean, there's lots of work to do for Christmas. I need a new job. But Santa's distracted because Batman's hanging out at the North Pole. Oh. Semi-retired, middle-aged Batman. Santa Claus crime fighter engage. Santa Claus is coming to town to bring the baddies down. Who the fear the bringer of cheer cause Santa's making his rounds All the boys and girls will hear the bells of Santa's sleigh The Santa Claus is coming to town to make the naughty pay <laughs> Santa Claus the cry for time He's got to save the day It's Santa Claus the cry for time It's jangle all of the way this week on Santa Claus Crime Fighter Show, Santa is showing Batman his research and development laboratory once again, and thus begins the prelude to the legend of Jack Frost. I've already been through here like five times. Oh, not Santa's special place. Whatever, why'd you make me take my boots off? Well, you made me take my boots off at the Batcave. Yeah, but this is like an industrial area. Yeah, but we had to go through my rec room. Your complex is like some weird maniac's maze. Well, let me introduce you to the one that designed it all. Yeah, is it Bushy Evergreen? Yeah, the elf. His nickname is E. Yeah, we call him E. Yeah, I've been on this tour, Santa. Oh, not this part. Yeah, you've said that to me three of the five times that we've done this tour. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, you've laughed like that two of those three times. Oh, just you wait there, Batman. Right, well, you said that all three times. Oh, well, right this way. You know, for a guy who's known for his memory, ho, ho. you have a shitty fucking memory, Santa. Santa's lived a very long life. You still should have let me keep my bat boots on. Here's E. Hello, Santa. Ho, ho. Hello again, Batman. Yeah, good to see you, Bushy Evergreen. Oh, so you do know each other. Ho, ho. God damn, bro. Uh, Santa, I do have a new invention to show you. Ho, ho, ho. Excellent timing, E. Yeah, what you got? Curious, right? Batman does love gadgets. Ho, ho. He's your guy. I am the shit. But Batman also wants to get back in the recording studio. That's right, your remix of Jingle Bells. Yeah, I'm calling it Batman Doesn't Smell. Oh, it's been a while since you changed the bat suit, Batman. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, well, anyway, check it out. What am I looking at, E? Hey, well, first of all, oh. I made the cherry candy came sniper rifle like you asked for. Oh, oh careful. Uh, Batman here doesn't like to kill. Batman believes in rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, right. Well, over here. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, I made Batman a car seat for Santa's sleigh. Oh, oh. Did you say you fucking made me a car seat? Yes, it has a seatbelt. Oh, oh, calm down, Batman. What's that supposed to mean? What you said, it needed seatbelts. Oh, oh, I think Holy he's offended shit. because car seats oh, are for babies. That's fucking right. I ain't no baby. I'm the bat. Calm down, Batman. I didn't mean any harm. Oh, the bat's fired up. Oh, maybe we should go for a spin in the Batmobile. Probably. Five minutes later. Oh, I heard somewhere you shouldn't drive when you're angry. He's shit, Christmas bitch. Oh, oh, come on, Bruce. Your elf called the bat a baby. Oh, well, you're kind of being... Don't call me a baby, son. Now, Bruce. It's Batman. Now, watch out for those elves. Fuck your elves. Now, Batman, why don't we just go have a drink? Yeah, Batman may not kill things, yeah. but he does need to kick some ass. Oh, do you need to punch something in the face? Yeah. Take a left here. Uh, Fifteen minutes later. I need to get some bat moon boots to stay up here. Oh, it's just a little farther, Batman. What is this place? Well, you know how I can make things out of candy cane. Fuck yes, you've showed me a lot. Yeah, here you go. Oh. Uh, no, thank you. That one's cabbage and cheese flavor. What? Why? Santa's tired, Batman. Okay. But like I was saying, when Santa's magic was at his peak, I and another built the elf village fortifications. Ho-ho. Okay. And also this. 
this. Looks like a shitty little peppermint cottage. Oh, oh. Okay, well, I haven't seen this before yet. This was the first thing I ever built. With your candy cane magic. Oh, oh. Come inside, Batman. Well, I mean, we're fucking already out here. Oh, oh. Smells funny. Ghost, what the fuck? Santa Claus, you have a bunch of elf's heads mounted on the walls. Did you ever see the movie Surviving the Game with Ice-T? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, Santa does that with elves. You hunt and murder elves. Oh, you should see how elves reproduce. Well, they do fuck in the streets. They're like rabbits. Okay, well. So my friends and I, sometimes we shoot a few hundred of a them. A few hundred? Oh, I said they're like rabbits, Bruce. Uh, Batman can't be a part of this. But can Bruce Wayne be a part of it? Uh, I don't think so. A billionaire unwinding? Ho -ho. Uh, Just killing a few elves? Ho -ho. What the fuck is wrong with all the people at Skatcast? I can see this is too much for you. Bruce. Batman doesn't kill. Okay, let's go back to the complex. Ten long minutes later. Hold on, Batman. Let me get you some nog. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. Oh, Batman's a bit shaken up. Come to just show him the sex dungeon. Oh, Wait, no, what? the elf head murder room. I know it seems weird, Bruce, but they reproduce like rabbits. Oh, like rabbits, Bruce. Yeah, who reproduce like rabbits? Oh, hey, Alabaster Snowball. I was disrespecting your entire species based on your reproductive rates. Ho, ho. Did you show Batman the head? Wait, he knows. I'm telling you, Batman, overpopulation of elves is a problem. Yeah. Batman doesn't kill. Oh, oh, oh. Batman's not a baby. He's the bad. Coming to town Gonna beat your ass To keep them fooling around Why didn't you bring baby Bruce? Present Santa Santa's sorry But Santa doesn't bring the children of billionaires presents ho, ho. That was a good boy Oh, yeah ho, ho. I only asked for a few things ever ho, ho. Well, Bruce, when you keep asking for your parents to come back for Christmas this my parents ho, 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 ho. Oh, Mrs. Claus, would you get the door? Yeah Not expecting anyone, ho, ho I wanted a pony, Santa oh, Bruce, you had 18 ponies I wanted a Santa pony Ho, ho, there, there who are you? Well, my name is Jack Frost, Heidi Ho, and I've come to tell Santa hello. Yes, Santa, it's some asshole named Jack Frost. Friend of yours. I'm not sure, ho ho. <laughs> Hey, you're not supposed to be back here. And now it's time for what I would call a scatcast double feature. You're not gonna do that trumpet thing? No, but I will once again apologize to my mama. This is ambling through religious history. Now is the time that we run through religious history and look at all the bullshit we can see from here but You know, religion's a funny thing, and it's been an awkward sell every time it's been presented. Like the idea of a god having a human give birth to a version of himself that is a child but also a god, so that he can sacrifice that child that is himself to himself for sins that he created himself. Let's talk about Jesus' birthday. Here we go. Once upon a time, in the land of Israel, the people lived under King Herod. I don't like kids. And many of the people did not like him. Fuck people. But the people of Israel were promised a new king. Wait, what? A divine king. I don't like that. What's this about a new king? The king said to his two servants. We talk on the street as there's a new king coming. One of them said, you're like a baby king. The other added, Well, fuck that, I'm the king. He retorted, I don't know, my lord, the people are pretty stoked. The servant said, scratching his balls, I'll show the people who the fucking king is. And in his anger, he punished his servant. Oh, what the fuck, king? Yeah, you asked. I did ask, but for answering me truthfully, we get a reward. A day off. You only have water and bread for 30 days. Oh, come on. 40 days. This isn't fair. 50 days, and it's moldy bread. I bet the divine new king wouldn't be a dick about it. Moldy bread for 50 days and only five drops of water. What an asshole. Right? I heard that three drops of water. And the king stormed around his castle with a thought of a new king on his mind. There can be only one. And the quickening began. Here we are. Yeah. Born to be kings. We're the princes of the year.
One day in Nazareth, an angel named Gabriel came to see a girl named Mary. Hello, Mary. Holy poop and angel. <laughs> or I could be tripping balls. Either way. I am the angel Gabriel. I feel like we've done this in this series already. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. God is going to impregnate you. Wait, what? God's love is going to come into you. Right, well, I'm engaged. You're going to pick a guy named Joe over God? Oh, good point. And with Mary as the chosen vessel of God's God baby, the angel Gabriel went to Joseph, the God baby's soon-to-be stepdaddy. Hey, Joseph. The angel said, Yeah, who's there? Joseph said, waking from his slumber. I am an angel of the Lord. Okay, I knew those mushrooms looked suspicious. I'm here to tell you that your girlfriend has been chosen by God. Uh, what now? You are to be the stepfather of Jesus. Jesus? The son of God who is also God. Wait, wait, wait. God's making a baby that is himself? Yes. And he's using my fiance? You and Mary have been chosen. I imagine there'll be some financial compensation so that I don't have to be a carpenter anymore. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. And so Joseph and Mary came together. Oh, hey, Joseph. Yeah, hey, Mary. Did you hear the good news? Yeah, you're getting knocked up by the Lord. What a glorious blessing. Yeah, it'd be better if there was some cash involved, you know? What an honor. Yeah, by the way, since you're pregnant... Little bundle of divine joy. We should probably get married right quick so you're not stoned in the middle of town square. Oh, shucks. And so Mary and Joseph were married, and soon Mary could feel the effects of the God baby. Oh, hey, Joseph. <laughs> Ow! Oh, it's the vomit of the Lord's child. Divine morning sickness. And so Joseph and Mary prepared for their future as the baby God's parents. You would think we would get some money or something. I'm a tradesman, Mary. I got this. Then one day, the emperor, Augustus Caesar, said, I need to know how many people live in my kingdom. Oh, look, we'd have to count every single person. Then fucking do it. And all the people of Israel were commanded to be counted. And make everybody go back to their place of birth. And so Joseph, who was from Bethlehem, had to pack his family up and leave Nazareth to be counted. Isn't it like a long way? Fucking government. And so they began their 70-mile journey. Don't worry, Mary. I'll protect you. I mean, I'm not really worried. I have the son of God inside me. Yeah, that is the best plot armor of all time. Seriously. And so they traveled and slipped outside and eventually made their way to Bethlehem. So this is where you're from, huh? Yeah, we stoned my nephew to death for being drunk right over there. Very nice. Mary and Joseph had been traveling a long time. I just want a warm bed and a bath. There's gotta be an inn around here. And they asked the local people. Yeah, excuse me, is there an inn around here? Uh, yes, there'll be inn. Yeah, can you give me directions? You will give me cigarettes. Yeah, I don't smoke. But whatever. You go down this road, then take a left. Just down here, then left. Yes, and you will come to Fork and Road. Okay. And the stranger confused Joseph and Mary even more. I thought you said you were from here. You don't even know where the inn is. Mary, quit busting my balls. And eventually, a nice little child pointed Mary and Joseph to the Samari Inn. Yeah, excuse me, do you have a room? Joseph said to the lady at the door. Man, we're all full up. Jog on. No, please, ma'am. We've traveled long and far. Yeah, we're all filled up for the pagan orgy festival. Oh, dear. Yeah, my hometown. <laughs> so, like I said, jog on. But Joseph was persistent. Look, there's got to be something you can do. We've traveled a long way. Yeah, yeah, just a minute. And she went to get her husband. The owner of the establishment. What can I do for you? We've traveled long and far. We need a place to stay. My wife here is pregnant. Pregnant? Hello. Gross. Yeah, gross. Can you do something? Well, we got a stable in the back. At least you'll have a roof over your head. It is full of animals and I haven't cleaned out the poop. It'll be fine, thank you. Yeah. And that night, the God baby Jesus was born in a stable. Oh, he's beautiful. He's perfect. Yeah, and you're not just saying that because you know it's a God baby. Yeah, would you like to cut the God baby's umbilical cord? Oh, shit. And the birth of the God baby brought out the best in everyone, even the animals. Did that duck just fluff your pillow? It sure did. Thanks, Duck. Affleck. Now, outside of Bethlehem, there were two shepherds talking. Why are we outside tending sheep at night? Because I do what I want. Yeah, well, tending sheep sucks in the day and at night. Yeah, quit your bitching, Arby's. My name's not fucking Arby's. Yeah, you too. Gabriel the angel said from the sky. Yeah, holy shit. I told you those were the funny mushrooms in the salad. I stand corrected. 
Okay. I am Gabriel, an angel of the Lord. Oh, he says he's an angel of the Lord. I fucking heard him, Arby's. My name's not fucking Arby's, you shit banger. Wait, what's a shit banger? Like a sausage made of poop. Oh. Quiet, you two. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. This son of God has been born. The angel declared. Wait, God had a kid? Yes. Like a mortal human kid? Yes, it is a representation of him on earth. Wait, so God's giving birth to God? Yes, look, it's not a crazy concept. Well, it's kind of hard to follow rationally. Look, the son of God is born. Go fucking see him. Okay, right, okay. And so the shepherds were dumb fuck. People are going to think we're crazy. It's going to be like that time we saw that unidentified flying thing. Yeah, the burning wheel. You know, I think those mushrooms are becoming a problem. Right. The shepherds still shared their story to everyone they met. Then an angel came from the sky. Then what happened? It told us about a god baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, to celebrate the birth of the god baby, a brand new star was born into the universe. And from quadrillions of miles away, it sat right above that stable in Bethlehem. And it was seen far in the east by a wise man. Holy shit, look at that star. He said to two other wise men he just met. Well, I know a lot about stars. The second of the wise men said. Well, I've never seen that one before. I ain't never seen that star before, neither. Mm. The third wise man concurred. I'd say it's a sign from God. Mm. We could be witnessing a celestial event from millions of light years away. Nope, it's God. Ain't no supernova. Yeah, you're probably right. This fits the prophecy. Oh, here we go again. I just met you. Well, it's been prophecy this and that since I met you. I found the prophecy to be comforting. Mm. The new king of the earth will be born upon the birth of a star. Well, that sounds made up. I didn't make it up. I'm paraphrasing. He's just doing a paraphrasing. And so the three wise men followed the star, and they traveled far from their homes in the east until they reached the city of Jerusalem, and from atop a hill, it appeared to them the magic god baby star was perched directly above the king's palace. Well, the son of God must be in the palace. Well, that makes perfect sense. And I don't like the government. Mm. And so to the king's palace they went. We should probably take a shower before we go see the king. What's a shower? My balls stink. Meanwhile, in the palace... I need to know more about this new king bullshit. What do you mean the new king has been born? That's what I heard. What do they think I was born yesterday? <laughs> well, everyone's excited. Well, it's not often a new king is born. Motherfucker, I'm the only goddamn motherfucking king. Well, if we just stay calm mm. and stay rational... Right. Maybe don't go off and kill a bunch of kids. Mm, now you're talking my language. Uh, way to go, dude. What? My, my lord, there's three wise men to see you. Oh boy, let's hear what the so-called wise men have to say. And so they were allowed the audience of the king. I told you we should have washed our asses at least. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, what the fuck you guys want? King Harad, we followed that bright star in the sky. Nah, a star. See, I told you it wasn't a dragon. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's God's star. Oh, here we go with the prophecy. The prophecy says... Oh, I told you. Shut up, it's important. Yeah, I like them prophecies. The prophecy says that when a new star shines, the Messiah King will be born, and they'll save us from all the bullshit. Uh, he's just paraphrasing. I didn't memorize the whole damn prophecy. I like the prophecy. And the three wise men argued. So a god baby has been born and he's going to become king. The king said, looking at his servants. I mean, that's what the prophecy says. That's what I remember. The servant said sheepishly. Wait, you knew about the prophecy? Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, what fuck? And King Arad was mad. And the wise men were puzzled. We came to worship the new king. Where is he? Yep, you're the old king. And one of the servants answered, Well, they're in Bethlehem, man. Follow the star. And the king once again was dumbfounded. What the fuck you knew about that, too? It's word on the street, man. Mother. And so before dismissing the wise men, the king said, Hey, if you find this god baby, let me know. I'd like to meet him. But in his mind, he thought, I'm gonna murder a baby. And so the wise men left the palace. Our king is quite unhinged. Uh, he's a real nut bar. I don't like the government. And so they followed the star to Bethlehem. You know, it might be possible that that star is very, very far away. Oh yeah, then explain how we found our way to the god baby. He said as they pulled right up to the stable. Well, just a few hours ago, we thought the star was right over the palace in Jerusalem. I like the prophecy. And the three wise men presented themselves to Mary and Joseph, and they bowed before their new baby king. Ooh, god baby king of the universe, I present to you this gold. Oh, now we're talking, Mary. Oh, yes. Phew, you were not doing good in the carpentry world. I busted my balls. Here, God, baby. I brought you this here frankincense. Oh, I love frankincense. Mm. And what did you bring the God, baby, wise man? The first wise man said to the second wise man. Oh, well, uh, And searching his pockets, he quickly found. Oh, I brought this myrrh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's myrrh. What the fuck is myrrh? And everyone celebrated the birth of their Lord. And the three wise men never went to tell King Herod about the Jesus God, baby. And that's the story of Jesus' birth. And nothing bad ever happened again. The end. I mean, amen. The
that was just some shit we made up on the spot about your god damn the shit was not that funny but you can't unhear what you just heard shit's based on a true story though you filthy fucking right. dirty yeah i know atheist yep fuck. okay filthy. and since we're shitting on things that people love the shame i think it's for shame not the shame the for shame fuck you right steve's not liking me filthy mm. Dirty. It's all in fun, Steve. This is Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes presents Beauty and the Beast. What the fuck they say? Nurse Fairy Rhymes School. Sleep, sleep, little baby. Sleep, little baby, you sleep. Scatcast is here to harvest your fears and show you the horrors of life. It's Scott Kessner's Fairy Rhymes. <laughs> really fairy tales, but whatever. Well, shiver my shit biscuits, chitrons. I'm somewhat not horrified to see you. And boy, do we got some fuckery for you today. It's the story of Beauty and the Beast, written by some French guy. There's love, adventure, bestiality. It's basically the ugly duckling on crack, but with animal fucking. It's Nurse Fairy Rhyme time. Once upon a time, there was a wealthy merchant named Roderick Houston. Now, call me Rod. And old Rod had three daughters. And he named them Grace, Hope, and Honor. I named them after my favorite virtues. Well, that sounds like some hippie shit to me. What's a hippie? It doesn't matter when the youngest daughter, Honor, was a child. Hello. She asked her father if she could be renamed. Wait, you don't like your name? If I'm gonna be named after a virtue, I'd like it to be beauty. No, that's not pretentious at all. And so the nickname stuck. And as she grew older, she kind of regretted the nickname. Here I am named beauty. She said to herself, yet I'm plain and my sisters become more and more beautiful and socially adept. And she grew sad for herself. I wonder if I should change my name again. She pondered. Is hot and bothered a virtue? But it was not. Damn. And beauty watched as both of her sisters had important romantic relationships. Goddamn, I need some vitamin D. Now her sister Grace became engaged to one of her father's ship captain. Oh my god, I hate you, bitch. She said to herself upon meeting her sister's future husband, his name was Bob Tucker. Bob. And we're not giving him a voice in this story because, well, he's gonna die in a second. Oh, shit. And her other sister was engaged as well to a blacksmith. I'd let him pound my anvil. Beauty thought to herself inappropriately. Oh, shit, sorry. And the blacksmith's name was Gervain Woodhouse. He could stack his wood in my house. She thought disgracefully. You know, this is my private space. Fuck off. She said, mad at the narrator about her own dating situation. I have a lot of dick pics in my inbox. Beauty thought to herself before the advent of cell phones. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right, well, one day, there well Wealthy father Rod had every single one of his ships lost at sea. Ah, Mr. Houston? Yeah. You know how you have a successful shipping company? I'm aware of it. And how you employ a bunch of people? Yes. Right, well, you're bankrupt now and everyone died. Boss. The deaths included Grace's husband-to-be, Bob. Sad. And in an instant, the family was destitute. Oh, I'm sure this won't affect my value as a man at all. And they were forced to move to the countryside near Gervain. That guy steams up my forge. Beauty. Well, I'm just saying he could punch my cone mandrel. Are those blacksmith things? Get the fuck out of my inner thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And their new life in the countryside was weird. So I take it there is no room service? There is not. No. Balls. And a year passes, and the family slowly adapt to their new lives. This sucks donkey-ass father. She complained. I know, I know. He agreed. I understand if you love me less. Not a lot less. And then one day, a letter comes in the mail. Father, look, a letter. It's not a subpoena, is it? I don't think so, here. And inside the letter he read, It says one of my ships is arriving back into port. Could old Bob have lived? Maybe Bob lived. And so with optimism in his heart, Papa Houston prepared to leave immediately. Be careful, Papa. Beauty said as her and her sisters bid her father farewell. I'll bring Bob home, you know, if he's still alive. He said as he rode off. Thank God I have a ship left, he thought. I need to get an income going so I can deserve love again. And off he rode on the long, perilous journey. Now, he didn't return home for an entire month. But when he did, he returned alone with the rose in his hand. Father, what happened to you and what's with the rose? Holy fuck, have you ever heard of werewolves? And he explained his crazy story. So there I was, he said. I just found out that Bob was dead. Oh, Oh, yeah, sorry, Grace. Uh, Bob's dead. But back to my werewolf story. He digressified. So I'm riding home. And this crazy fog engulfs me. He said, doing wild hand gestures. And I got lost. And I came across a mysterious castle. And being lost 
lost and hungry and tired, I knocked on the door. And you're not going to believe this next part. And he told the story how inside he was given shelter and waited on by invisible servants. I swear to God, there was a talking clock and a seriously horny French candle. Okay, father. I'm not kidding. There was even a talking toaster. And the daughters were concerned for their father. I think that's fine. Right. But he continued his fantastical story. So I only stayed for a night. And as I was leaving the next day, he saw that there was a beautiful rose garden. I love roses. Beauty said. I know. So I picked a rose for you. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, well, the owner of the castle turns out to be some kind of werewolf or some shit. What? Yeah, and he was fucking pissed. Oh, no. And explained how furious the beast was. That after all his hospitality, Houston would steal from him. I gotta say, he's like seven feet tall. I was scared. And the daughters hugged their father. We're just glad you're home. Except I'm sad Bob is dead. Right, sorry Bob's dead. Yeah, uh -huh. sorry. But we did get a ship back. Yay. But it was immediately taken as compensation for all the wrongful death lawsuits I have against me. Oh, balls. Right, so we shall remain destitute. <laughs> Bob. There's also one other terrible thing. He said, clutching the rose with a look of dread. What is it, father? Well, the beast imprisoned me. And after a couple weeks, he let me go on the condition that one of my daughters must return and live with him in the castle forever. What? Uh, not it. Despite the pleas of her family, Beauty insists that she goes. I will go, father. What? I don't understand. Well, you said they had room service, right? And so Beauty went into the woods. I should have asked for directions. But eventually she was engulfed in that foggy mist shit and was led to the castle. Oh, that was fucking easy. Knock, knock. As she knocked on the massive castle door, it immediately opened. Oh, fuck. Hello. But she could see no one. But she could hear little voices in the darkness. I'm coming in. And so she stepped inside, looking around at the beautiful tapestries. Holy fuck, I am walking down that staircase in a ball gown. She said, admiring everything. And in the darkness, she heard footsteps approaching. Hello, who's there? And from the dark came a voice. <laughs> Hello, bitch. Are you the owner of the house? <laughs> Follow this toaster to your room. She looked down at a little toaster. Oh, hey, girl, I'm toasting the toaster. Wow, there really is a talking toaster. And the voice said in the darkness. <laughs> don't try to run, bitch. Oh, I'm here to stay. <laughs> then why don't you marry me? Well, for one, I can't even see you. And for two, you're coming on a little strong. <laughs> Take her to her room. He said in anger. And Beauty was frightened by him. Tone that the fuck down, dude. But the beast had disappeared in the darkness. Oh, follow me, lady. The little toaster said. What the fuck's his problem? She asked a toaster. Oh, let's not go there. Here's your room. And her room was amazing. This is amazing. Yeah, sorry for the bars on the window. It's fine. And that evening as she laid down, she couldn't sleep. I miss my home and my family. This was stupid. My dad's a fucking idiot. She thought to herself. Then she thought dirty things about her sister's fiance. I'll house your wood with my face. Goddamn, beauty. Get the fuck out of here. But she couldn't pop her bean all night, so she got up out of bed. I wonder if he locked me in here. And she checked the door and found that it was open. All right, let's check this fucking place. Out. She said as she walked around the castle, she opened the door to one room, and it was full of 50-gallon drums of flea and tick medicine. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? She thought to herself. Inside another room was sex toys and lube. I should have definitely done a background check. And door after door, she kept finding weird shit. What the hell is going on here? Then a new voice came from the darkness. This is where the master keeps his chew toys. The voice startled Beauty. Who's there? She said. Oh, hey. She said a little teapot coming into the light. Oh my god, a talking teapot. You shouldn't be snooping around. Right, I'm sorry. Is your name Mrs. Potts? Yeah, it's Ms. Potts. Oh my god. And this is my son, crack. I don't know my father. It's likely he was a plate, but I don't know. There was a lot of us in the dishwasher. Uh. And several talking inanimate objects seemed to come out of the woodwork. Hello, I'm Clockman. Man. Okay. <laughs> I am a talking candle. Eh? Did that candle just pinch my ass? The French candle was pretty much a sexual present. Oh, no, no, no. Wee, oui, wee, oui, candle man. Watch the movie. Uh, sometimes it no means a wee. Oui. Whatever. All the talking appliances sang her a song and made her food and shit. Be our guest. I touch your chest. I put my wick between your breasts. Eh? Was there a candle trying to fuck me? And for weeks, awkward shit happened. The talking thing would sing and dance, and each night Beauty would have dinner with the beast. But it was the first night in which she saw his face that changed everything. <laughs> He's coming in. Give me a little kiss. Fuck off, Candleman, with your little wig. No, no, no. Get just away. Uh, do you want me to poop on you? Why does this candle want me to poop on you? Get out of here, you pervert. The master's coming. Which one of these is a solid fork? It doesn't matter. Brace yourself. And Beauty was kind of freaked. Holy shit. Calm blue oceans. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. My sister's fiance is comforting ass. And then the beast entered. <laughs> and he sat at the other end of the long table. <laughs> and they didn't speak for a while. Why won't he say anything? And then he spoke. So I guess you've been 
in my Vaseline and chew toy rooms, eh? He said taking a bite out of a turkey leg. Oh, fuck, I'm going to end up with rabies. She thought to herself, look, I was just exploring the castle. Hey, well, stop doing that shit, eh? Well, you can't just keep me locked in my room. Hey, you're not locked in, eh? Well, there's no instructions here. Is there, like, a gym or something? Hey, I know of a James, eh? No, it's like a workout place. Hey, you work out at the James? No, it's called a gym. I guess you could call it a James. Hey, I'm going to go do some squat thrusts at the James. Hey, what the fuck are we talking about, eh? And the beast once again scared Beauty. Fuck off, dick. And she ran to her room. And that evening, he came to the door to apologize. I'm sorry, bitch. Go away. No, no. Marry me, bitch. Fuck you. And each night they would have dinner. And each night he would lose his temper and then apologize and ask her to marry him. Hey, marry me, bitch. And each night she would refuse him. Get fucked, furball. But as time went on, she grew to enjoy living in the castle. Room service is a game changer. She said private chefingly. Platypus egg omelet, please. Oh, my wicker buns for you. No. Nope. And soon she made many changes to the castle. Now, this is a gym so nice, I'd call it a James. And so she named her gym the James. And forever the people in Scatcastville called the gym the James. But what's going on? Fourth wall shit. Never mind. Get back to the thing. I think you were doing the thing. You threw off the thing. Oh, that's right. She made the castle her own. Hey, what have you done with my military decorations? Eh? The beast yelled. Oh, you mean all that tacky testosterone shit? Hey. Well, I was able to store most of it in your mayonnaise only room. Hey, stay out of my room. Listen here, bitch. Hey. This is my fucking house, too. And as Beauty asserted herself, the beast started to soften towards her. Hey, come on, marry me, bitch. Eh? No. Hey, at least give me a little kiss on the cheek. I think I might be allergic to your fur. Hey, no, bitch. But I am curious whether you have like a normal penis or like one of those red rockets. Hey. And Beauty started to truly enjoy herself. And she spent that fucking beast money like a motherfucker. Hey, hey, what is this shit? It's a magic mirror, so at least I can see my fucking family, she said. Hey, that's a good compromise, okay. He said not flying off the handlingly. Look at you acting like a big boy. Yes. Who's the big boy? Me. Who's the buddy? And Beauty found that treat training and positive reinforcement were the best ways to train a beast. I'm a good beast. Who wants a meaty treat? I do. And so whenever the Beauty was homesick, she would look into the magic mirror. Oftentimes, she would just focus on Gervain Woodhouse, you know, kind of when he was taking his shirt off and stuff. Quit judging me, narrator guy. Now, besides watching Woodhouse, she watched the inner workings of her family's life. Look at the V on that blacksmith fucking. And one of the things she sees is her sister Grace agreeing to marry the local minister. No, Grace, you still love Robert. And as a soap opera of her family life unfolded, Beauty begged the beast to visit her home just for a bit to tell Grace that she shouldn't marry that douchebag. He's not right for her. Robert could still be out there. Hey, please marry me. No, you're not listening hey, to me. Look, bitch, you can never no, leave. Just let me go this one week, and then I will come back, and I'll never leave again. And reluctantly, the beast agrees. If you don't come back to me, bitch, I will eat your entire fucking town. Oh, fuck. And he goes hey. so far as a pinky promise. I fucking pinky promise. I promise to murder the whole county. And so when she arrived home, her family was ecstatic. Welcome home, beauty. Welcome home, welcome home. And the family embraces her, and they have a great time. It's so good to see all of you, she said, but something was off. My sister's fiance's ass is fantastic, but I don't care. During the day she spent with her family, she found herself missing the beast. What is this, Stockholm Syndrome? And it certainly was. But her feelings for the beast were true. I wonder if he does have a red rocket. Now, when the family learned that she was going to return, I promised I'd go back to him. Well, he is like a werewolf or whatever. Kind of a perpetual dog man. Really? Yeah, dude goes through like 13 chew toys a week. Wow. That doesn't include dog biscuits and rawhides. During this trip, Beauty told her sister not to marry the minister, and also that she had a magic mirror that she was spying on him with, which definitely changed the energy in the room. What? It's not like I'm oogling anyone's husband or anything. But oh. the family begged her to stay. But on the fifth night of her week's stay, she had a terrible dream of the beast dying. Like a bunch of hunters mistook him for, like, a beast. And so they, like, shot at him and stuff. So Beauty said goodbye to her family. Don't marry that minister, he's a cunt. And when she arrived at the castle, she indeed found the beast near death. Oh my god, what happened? I went to town to check out the new squeaky toys. Oh, I told you never to go to town. I had this disguise on me. The glasses nose with mustache is not a good disguise. They shot me with arrows and shit. Realizing her true feelings in that moment, or a victim to the Stockholm Syndrome, as we've discussed, she said to the dying beast, Oh, you furry, psychotic, flea-bitten maniac, I will marry you. And as she kisses the beast, two things happen. I knew it was a red rocket. And then something magical. What's happening? And before her eyes, the seven-foot-tall, muscle-bound beast she fell in love with what? shrinks down to a normal man's size. Oh, no more red rocket. Hey, hey, hello, this is my real face. Oh, 
Oh, okay. And now I am a handsome prince again. I mean, handsome's a stretch. Your right? deep love for me on the inside right. is what freed me from a magical curse. And then he told her the story about a magical curse and how he was cursed mm-hmm. and stuff. And now that he was just a mortal man, she kneed him in the balls. <laughs> she ran around smashing stuff. <laughs> for what neither the beast nor the beauty knew was that Mrs. Potts was the witch that put the curse on everybody. Oh, yeah, it's Miss Potts. Right, sorry. Yeah. Don't curse me, I'm just a narrator. Yeah. And that Ms. Potts had a fail-safe on her curse oh, yeah. that turned beauty into the beast. Oh. And for 500 years, she ravaged the towns and villages near her castle until she was ironically and or serendipitously killed by Van Helsing. No, it was actually medical malpractice. Are you serious? Yeah, but here's a strange thing. No. It was a beast's great-great-great-great-grandson who killed you. Is that ironic or serendipitous? I don't know. Wait, if I'm dead, who the hell are you and how am I able to talk to you? Well, not all dogs go to heaven, Belle. Wait, who's Belle? Don't play stupid with me, beauty. Yeah, we probably should have ended this like a little while back. That's probably true, beauty, yep. who's not named Belle, right. who in a clever twist became the beast and now is being dragged to hell. Yeah, we get it. It's pretty stupid. Well, we thought about naming you Belle in the beginning and making you werewolf hunter. Okay, I can't tell if this is less stupid or that's less stupid. Whatever. And the beauty burned in hell forever. The end. And that's probably not good. But hey, we already fucked up Cinderella too. Why not? Not sure what the morals of any of that was. Uh, vanity something? Love people for abusing you? Oh, also women are not property to trade for freedom. Unless there's a werewolf involved. Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you for listening. Ugh. Thank you to Mrs. Scriptkeeper for loving me and putting up with me. I do like her. Big huge thanks to her. She hosts our Wednesday show. I'm with her. You make it suck. But she does the research, although Bodhi does sometimes. You drag grizzle. But she always presents us new things on the dipshit files every Wednesday right here on Scatcast Network. Worst podcast network ever. You need a good spokesman? We've got a Steve. He'll fucking come do this for you. I'll shit on things you love for money. Right, she and I also host the Inside Shit, which is a huge segment inside the Inside Scooper, which is an exclusive Patreon show. Uh, and that's every Monday. Ugh. Also, check out the Dave and Angus show every Thursday. They're doing post-apocalyptica. You can meet a lot of fat cats. You dirty. And we might just be killing off random littermates. We don't know. Yikes. Also, I want to thank two of my favorite humans, Shaden Hutchman. Nerd. Jeff Getchell. Dirk. Just to ride podcast. Waste your Friday with those three. Sometimes there's four. Sometimes Mrs. Scriptkeeper's on there, or we have a guest. I wouldn't know. I don't listen to that crap. All but my feelers, dick. Whatever. Thank you, Jeff and Shaden. I love seeing you guys every week. Reasonableist. Reasonableist. You all right, Steve? I guess so. All right. Well, thank you to our trusted turd triad. That's Don Fisher from the Shitbox. He's the Shitbox Wizard. He's all over the fucking He's place. He's our Facebook group guru. And then thank you to Chris Brooks, our Discord Dookie Slayer. He's in there in the Discord. That place is pretty cool. Steve warmed up after Beauty and the Beast, huh? Eat shit, your podcast sucks! Right, well, thank you to Chris Brooks. I'll dookie duel ya. Whatever the fuck that is. Neither of us know. Right, well, also thank you to Bodhi Sanyata, our Scatcast quartermaster. He helps us immensely behind the scenes. Quit parking in my parking spot! We appreciate our twisted but trusted turd triad. Dork. Also, I've decided what to do with the Order of Elder Turds. I don't know what that is. It's a litter box Patreon thing. Dumb. Also, thank you to our trusted turd council. I'm confused and I don't like you. And to our friends at the Godhead and in the garbage disposal, Alan, we certainly appreciate you guys. I'm still confused. Oh shit. Thank you to all of you that are smearing the scat. Gross. And to all of you who listen. This is your fault. It was a lot weirder when I used to do this alone in my garage to no one. Oh boy. Just with nearly a year of skit scats, you scat sacks and scoopa troopas. Bah fuck. And as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. <laughs> Bing, bing, what? Bong, poop. I didn't. I did. God damn it, baby. Hey, I love them beans. <laughs>